Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Don't Know About That. Coming to you live from the world headquarters of BNL Pipeco Services. This is Jesse Dickens, and I'm joined today. He's making his uh, debut with us, Tyler Barnes. Yeah, good. thanks for having me. Not only debut on this podcast, but uh, first podcast ever. So excited. Thank you. Oh, glad to have you. So uh, week after week, Johnson and I have kind of went back and forth on what we thought was happening in the market, what the long-term outlook kind of looked like. And as of today, Tyler, we're at 654 rigs, which is five down week over week and 109 down year over year. So what, what do you make of this? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting. Um, I think a lot of this still is a uh, direct result of uh, natural gas prices um, kind of going down to, uh, you know, three-year lows at the beginning of this year. And uh, rig contracts were signed, <clears throat> and obviously different well, operator by operator, but it takes some time to kind of have that reverberation uh, effect. So uh, obviously, thankfully, our uh, oil commodity prices stayed uh, healthy. Uh, but I really think that, uh, you know, you look at a region like the Haynesville and gas drillers down in like Webb County and some other uh, areas in the lower 48. And I really think that uh, you're still seeing kind of that lag effect uh, of natural gas prices coming down. So I agree with you. I mean, natural gas, is if, if you look at region by region, uh, the, the biggest drop in rig count have, has been in the heavy gas plays. So what did we get wrong? Because if you go back in time a year ago, everybody, everything you read was very optimistic, very bullish, in fact, on the price of that gas. I mean, is this just a temporary kind of lull, if you will, or something we should be more concerned with? Well, um, let me say first that uh, when I die and come back to life, I'd like to be an analyst <coughs> or a weatherman because uh, they can go and get everything wrong and still almost have no accountability. So I'm with you that uh, this time last year, everyone was uh, bullish on net gas. And, you know, we have had these uh, unseasonably warm weather uh, here in the U.S. Um, everything I read is that the U.S. is on fire, right? Haha, ha, we can laugh about that. But um, I, uh, you know, we've experienced 16% fewer heating degree days here uh, in this year. So, I, I mean, and then you... Look at where natural gas prices were, you know, 18 months ago at 10-year uh, highs, and I think everyone kind of jumped on real quick, uh, and then you had that fall off. So um, I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? It, it's difficult to put your finger on one specific reason. I, I agree with you. I, I think I fell in love with the thought that Europe needed our natural gas. Uh, Australia needs natural gas. So kind of really believed what the analysts were telling us, that natural gas needed to be localified and, and shipped overseas. And the uptick that we were seeing, you know, nat gas above $4, and that was going to be prolonged for a bit. We're at 263 this morning, which is still relatively healthy, but it's a far shout away from $4. Sure, sure. And uh, again, harping back on the analysts, everything you see for, for next year, Q1 and Q2 of next year, uh, they're bullish on natural gas, $4 again, and uh, bullish on oil, $90, $90 a barrel oil. But then there's like a big asterisk at the end of almost everything I read, all dependent on China and what China does. And coming back, because we obviously know their economic uh, recession has been uh, is cut pretty deep. So um, 
I, I, you know, talking to natural gas operators that uh, I'm lucky enough to call uh, our customers, um, I think they're just trying to hang on uh, here, build up some uh, duck inventory, uh, fulfill contracts that they have, um, and then kind of reevaluate. Um, you know, we're seeing some other operators that uh, have both oil assets and gas assets to uh, drill in 2024, a lot of that CapEx money. Um, in that specific case is being diverted to uh, oil drilling for 2024. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I hope we're going back there, three, four, five bucks. Um, but uh, I don't think anyone's hitting panic, panic yet as far as I'm concerned, my operators are concerned, but uh, we need to see some kind of rebound uh, in the next six months. No, I agree with you. We've been very consistent on here. We don't think the sky is falling. Um, there's been some slippage, no doubt. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I was kind of in the camp of 670 would be the low watermark for the rig and I, rig count in, in the U.S. And I kind of thought 700 would be kind of the number we hit the new year with uh, as budgets kind of kind of recalibrate for the new year. Uh, you got a presidential election in 2024 that typically gives, if you go back in, in the history, doesn't matter who's in office, but the, the year of the election, typically we see a bump uh, in drilling. Uh, so are, are, you, are you hearing anything in that regard as far as on the political front or geopolitical front? Yeah. Um, maybe in uh, off-the-record conversations, but I think... Um Operation costs are, are, are more kind of at the forefront of a lot of the operators uh, that I talk to, and uh, they're starting to see some relief there. Um, as far as, yeah, if you look back at trends, uh, you're exactly right, um, but uh, nothing uh, specifically um, about what's going to happen 14 months from now yet, at least. So switching gears a little bit, WTI this morning, $80.11. We've been kind of stuck in that $80 range. Is 80 a good number from what you're hearing with your accounts? Um, depending on the region, yes. Um, you know, obviously Permian, West Texas, I think it's a healthy number. I think um, some folks that have higher lift costs in uh, Eagle Bird and um, some other oil-rich areas would like to see 90 to 93. But there's always that interesting balance between, uh, you know, what's the right number as far as consumer index and, and where can service companies and oil and gas companies make money. And uh, I, I, I mean, <clears throat> speaking in generalizations, I would say that uh, if the projection of oil is at 82 to 86 for next year, I think that you're going to see a lot of CapEx and budgets um, just hit repeat, you know? Um, and so with that, you know, 654 rigs, uh, you know, hopefully gas comes back and we add some more next year. I mean, I think, you know, at eighty two, eighty six dollar oil, you can get to seven hundred rigs pretty easily. So I, I, I think that that might be the new norm. Um, yeah. So I would say yes. I think that's a good number. Um, and obviously, I'd like to see natural gas come back as well. I, I agree. The, the producers were under such a, a lot of stress over the last couple of years. All the costs went up astronomically. Uh, unfortunately, the CTG market that we yeah. that we play in. Uh, was unprecedented on the on the price run up on the price. Hundred and fifty percent increases year over year from twenty end of twenty twenty to end of twenty twenty one. You know, on some items. I mean, no one had seen anything like that ever. Right. Uh, it had never happened. Uh, then the rig contracts, from what we've heard, 
they they went up. So I mean, everything just went up, and you know the the producers were under a lot of pressure. So the eighty dollars, if that was the case going into this year, I would have to assume the eighty next year with the cost coming down and kind of being more normal, uh, sh- should and I, I agree with you, uh, kind of hit repeat and kind of same capex and the seven hundred rig count should should be in play if not more. Uh, always try to be optimistic, of course. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should clarify uh, rig count that starts with the seven. Not quite 700, but uh, I think is going to be, yeah, because if you look at, uh, we're at 780, what, no, 766 uh, this time last year, you know, and I think uh, a rebound in natural gas and healthy commodity prices, uh, oil and all that, I think you get right back there. Yeah, when I know that uh, our domestic manufacturers and uh, our manufacturers in general would love that and start to see some orders and fill the mills up, that'd be great. I agree with you. Well, guys, I tell you, we, we're still optimistic. Uh, the, the sky's not falling. Definitely. We're, we're, we're still hopeful that the uh, rig count will rebound a little bit. We're, we're not hitting the alarm button quite yet at 654, but uh, certainly room to improve. What, what is the alarm number, do you think? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I'd say anything below 550. Yeah, that's exactly the the same number I had, yeah, 560, 555. Yep, I agree. When you, when you do the math on rigs or tons per rig, uh, that's very problematic. You get below 600, really, but yep. 550 becomes, becomes a problem. Yep, I agree. For, for all of us. But, guys, I think we're, uh, we're in agreement. We're, we're still moving forward. I think the, uh, the – I don't want to say rebound because we haven't fallen apart, but the, uh, the gradual slide, I think, is coming to an, to an end, hopefully. As we get to the uh, fall months, and typically, nat gas rebounds regardless in the winter. Yeah. Uh, although the storage numbers are a little bit alarming yes. if, you, if, you, if you look at them. But uh, I'm going to go with the historical facts that typically natural gas doesn't, in, in fact, re, you know, increase over the winter months. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hopefully, uh, you're right on there, and uh, we'd love to see a four. Four and five here and about four months. For all of our customers, I hope they hit five. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of I Don't Know About That uh, from the World Headquarters here in Houston, Texas. Till next time. <laughs>